Thank you for tuning in to The Grammar of Grief with your host, Uma Girish, the show that is dedicated to creating a safe space to discuss the big life questions around grief, loss, death, and dying. Now, here's your host, Uma Girish. Welcome, my friend. It's good to be talking to you again. In this episode, I feel called to share some thoughts on self-forgiveness. If there's one kind of forgiveness that's really hard for most of us to do, it's self-forgiveness. It's hard to forgive others, I agree. But we can get to that place of allowing that forgiveness to blossom for other people. But when it comes to looking within and making it okay for us to have done or said what we did and delivering true self-forgiveness, that is where most of us find ourselves stuck. One of the main reasons why we feel stuck when it comes to self-forgiveness is because of the existence of a character in our head. I call this character the inner critic or the inner judge. When we take birth and come into this human experience as babies and grow up into little children, we are so easy to be with because we are in that place of complete love. We have unconditional love for ourselves and for the people in our lives. There are no judgments, there is no right and wrong. Life is a process of exploration and we simply flow with it. However, we soon start hearing voices. Our mother's voice, our dad's voice, voices of teachers, voices of peers, voices of people in the church, authority figures, And soon we begin to hear things like, you'll never measure up, you're not good enough, you can't do that. What makes you think you can be as good as your sister? Do you really believe you won't fail again? And these voices keep getting louder and louder and louder and more complex messages start to come in as we grow into our teenage years, our 20s. And soon we have sort of install these messages within our conscious mind. We begin to live by them. We begin to believe them. We have taken them on. We have adopted them. And soon the inner judge or the inner critic that has taken up residence in our heads starts to run the program. It starts to tell us what we can do, what we can't do, how dare we think we can be someone or have something. And so pretty soon our lives become limited, we minimize our abilities and talents and we move to this place of less self-sufficiency. And then along comes an event where we say something we are not proud of or we do something we are not proud of to a friend, a family member, a neighbor, a co-worker, it doesn't matter who it is. And we find it so hard to let that event go. We are unable to move into the space of self-forgiveness. Because that inner critic and the voice that it uses on us keeps us beating ourselves up endlessly. So here's a little exercise I'd like you to try to identify and call out the inner critic. 
take a blank sheet of paper and some markers and actually draw this inner critic. Draw the face if you don't want to draw the whole body. Think about what this critic looks like. Draw a speech bubble above its head and actually include some of the things this voice says to you in the speech bubble. Now place this sheet of paper close to your desk or your bed, your bathroom mirror, somewhere where you will see it a few times a day. And every time you look at this sheet of paper, remember you're calling out your inner critic. Think about what is going on inside your head, what is in that speech bubble, and say, no, I don't have to listen to you anymore because your voice is not my voice. It's the voice of external judgment. Maybe it's the voice of your mother. Maybe it's the voice of your grandma or an older sister who told you these things that you begin to believe about yourself. But here's the time to call out the inner critic and say, I'm no longer going to be governed by what you say about me. And a physical manifestation of this inner critic outside of your head, sitting in your workspace or your bedroom, helps you remember that this inner critic doesn't have to run your life. You can take that control back. So I hope this little exercise will be fun for you to do. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Write to me, email me at uma at umagirish.com and let me know what your inner critic looks like. Did you give it a name? What are the things this voice says? Anything. Just email me and let me know. Thank you for listening. And I'll be back soon with another episode on the Grammar of Grief. Thank you for listening to the Grammar of Grief with Uma Girish. If you enjoyed the program, please leave a review and rating on iTunes. Connect with Uma at www.umagirish.com. That's U-M-A-G-I-R-I-S-H.com for grief guidance and inspiration.